everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today we are in 1 Samuel 9. Before we dive in, a quick announcement. Probably the last time I'll be announcing this. I might eat those words later. I don't know. But the launch retreat is coming up Labor Day weekend. If you are a young adult, ages 22 to 35, this is for you. And as I'm saying this, there are probably only a few spots left or it's already filled up. So we are putting that link in the episode description. If you're interested, I'd say check it out as soon as possible. It's going to be a great weekend, excellent teaching, a surprise concert, parties, games, the perfect Labor Day weekend for young adults centered all around Christ. Don't miss it. And speaking of young adults, I am in the podcast studio back with Ben How's it going, Emma? So good. To good. See you again. good to see you again. And your mom is here, Teresa. Hi, Emma. Great to have you back two days in a row. Um, ben, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, well, I've uh, been on the podcast a few times with you and you got have. to kind of, like we said last time, help you launch Join the Journey, yes. which was so much fun. A major blessing. But Truly. a little of kind of the last few years of my life, I've, uh, so on staff at Watermark Church yes, right you now are. doing production. So much fun. But how I got here is kind of fun. Like we said last episode, I was homeschooled. My mom, who's here, homeschooled me all the way through high school. And then at that kind of point in my life, right when I graduated high school, I was trying to figure out, okay, so, you know, as an 18-year-old, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to be when I grow up? And I just, I really didn't know. And it was just at a point where I was like, okay, the right thing to do is to go to college. It's The sure. right thing to do is try to figure this out. But I really didn't have a foundation of, okay, who am I? What do I actually want to do with the rest of my life? And then in that, and a lot of what I talked about when I told my full testimony is just a spiritual, I thought that I knew what I actually believed, and I don't think I really did. And so in that, ended up dropping out of college and going to work at Apple for a little bit. Which and is then, so cool. Yeah, it was super fun. And that's event, like where I met my now wife uh, was at Apple. Did y'all both work at Apple? We did. We trained oh, at Apple that. together that's so and fun. then found out we went to the porch and Watermark. And so Amazing. that's initially how we met. And Shout out, that, Sarah. Oh, absolutely. We love you. And then after that, I started working for a startup and I really enjoyed it and started to learn a little bit more of what I liked doing. But I just worked so much that uh, eventually I had an opportunity to do the Institute at Watermark. And so that's kind of like a quick little summary. And really all that to say is a little bit what we're going to talk about today in 1 Samuel 9 is God's plan for us. And uh, what's funny, and, and I think my mom and I will talk about this a little bit later kind of as I go through, but what I thought I would be doing now is completely different than what I'm actually doing. And that like my plan for myself is like, hey, you think you know, 16, 17, 18, and then even beyond of like going to Apple and going to work for a startup. And as a young person thinking, it's like, okay, I have something that I could turn into a career of keeping those open hands and realizing that where I'm at now is is completely different. Mm -hmm. So to get there, let's talk yeah, a little bit about all that said, for Samuel 9. I'm going to let you take it away. What you got for us? Absolutely. And so we kind of get a fun story. Uh, we do. We kinda, like an interesting and a little bit of a strange start of Saul, this new character, and as kind of like the title says, Saul's chosen to be king. While that's not scripture, it gives us insight of a summary of what this chapter is about. 
And I, a funny line that I brought up in mm-hmm. the devotional is, you know, from his shoulders upward, he was taller than the people. It's like thinking about, okay, that is the longest neck in the land. Like that's literally, like, <laughs> that's kind of the implication so of what that's given. <laughs> the longest like, neck in the hey, land. And I, just a reminder is like, it's so funny. Like context is important. It's like what we think of is impressive now. It's like someone having a long neck, not something it's that a I giraffe would think guy. Of. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's looking for his his father's donkeys, and he's going out um, and trying to find them. And then, in not being able to find them, and in you know the possibility of oh, we you know we might have to turn back here, like we might not be able mm-hmm. to find them, they seek out a prophet, Samuel. So the first thing that kind of stood out to me in this is that um, the way that that God orchestrates everything in this is that. You know, you see Saul and you see him just looking for donkeys. Yet at the same time, God goes to Samuel and says, hey, th- this guy's going to show up and he's going to be king. And even in that of the different ways that God speaks to us and the different ways that God not only tells us things, but interacts with his people in carrying out his plan is looking at Saul and him thinking, oh, I'm just looking for these donkeys. And yet that is the central part of how God is leading him and leading this interaction to happen. Yet on the flip side of that, we see Samuel Mm -hmm. and we see him of how he is I mean, speaking directly with God. And I just love the the verbiage that's used in, um, it, it's verse 15. Now, the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed to Samuel, tomorrow about this time, I'll send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over my people, Israel. And I mean, just the directness. And like, even I think as a young person who is like, in prayer or in thinking of like, God, what would you have me do? Mm, what's or your what, five-year plan? Yeah, what's the what's the five-year plan? I just wish the God's voice would be as clear as that to me. But in the reality is that God speaks to us in different ways. So a lot of the reason why I'm excited to have my mom on the podcast with me is um, I wanted to like hear from you in your life of like, hey, growing up or like being a Christian for a very long time, like how has the way that God has spoken to you either changed or deepened or um, like what has that looked like? Well, I don't think it's a matter of how God has spoken to me, how it's changed. It's more how I've changed Mm. and how I have listened to him and surrendered to him and kind of like held loosely my plans, even plans that I feel like he has ordained for me, that I still have to hold it loosely What's interesting is, like, Ben, after your dad died, not long after that, I went to um, see a financial advisor that we had. And he asked me a question like, like, okay, what's your financial plans for the next five years? And I was like, oh, I don't have any plan. Like, if I can just get—because Glenn had just passed away. It's like, if I can just get through this week, like, Mm -hmm. that's where I'm looking to. And that's where I've been the last four years is just kind of like— gradually lengthening Mm -hmm. my time of of reference of what I'm making plans for. But still, I don't make too many plans outside of, say, a month or so ahead. And like what sweet freedom that has been to me to trust the Lord, to anticipate what He's going to do in my life, uh, what, what His plans are. One of the things that I had mentioned in yesterday's episode in sharing a bit about our family is that when Glenn and I had decided that I was going to go back to work full time, 
so that that's how we were going to be paying for Ben's college. And so I would go back to work full-time for about four years, pay for Ben's college, and then we, we would start kind of making our plans for just the two of us. Sure. And Glenn passed away, and it's been really sweet to look back at how God was already providing for us before Glenn even got sick. So what I hear you saying is you reflect, and just as Saul, he thought he was going just to get the donkeys for the sake of getting the donkeys. You thought you were getting a job just to help pay for Ben's college, when in reality, God was working behind the scenes to, one, provide for you financially, but two, what you didn't know is Ben's path would go in a totally different direction, and he wouldn't finish college at that time. And God was sovereignly working behind the scenes in ways— y'all didn't expect. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's such an important thing to understand within how, you know, Saul is just a boy looking for donkeys and Mm -hmm. he eventually stumbles across a kingdom of that in God's plan being behind the scenes. It's like it changes the way that we ask God for things. It changes the way that we look for his, his will. It's like Philippians 4 says, like, well, this is true that within prayer and supplication, we let our requests be made known to God, that there is also a uh, an aspect of, I think Ephesians 5, 17 says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, is to, to seek for his will and to almost, uh, I've, I've found in asking God for things or in seeking to um, hear from God is asking, hey, God, what would you have me pray? Like, what would you have me ask for? Because I think even pointing back to last chapter of looking to Israel and saying that change of what if they would have asked God, God, what would you have us do in this? We want a king. What would you have us do? And, and I think Jesus models that too in the way that he prays, in the way that he says, you know, hey, please take this cup from me, but like your will be done mm-hmm. in that. Well, and even the end of First Samuel 9 and 27, it says, Stop here yourself for a while that I may make known to you the word of the Lord. And that's what we all need to do is just to stop here for a while in prayer and in the word of the Lord before we move ahead. With our own plans. With our own plans. Yeah. Absolutely. That's such a great challenge for everybody listening. Are you actively stopping to seek the Lord's will? It's a great, a great way to end the episode. Thank you both for being here. This has been so fun. Our first mother-son combo. I love it. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.